The following resource is presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome. To the world of generational ethics. In a moment, you will meet someone who will take you on a life-changing journey. Join us as we discover a worldview that is beyond cultural reasoning. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Stephen Finney, the host of Generational Ethics. Welcome to the Generational Ethics Broadcast. My name is Dr. Finney and I will be your host today. Our conclusion from our last broadcast is that in the past two generations we've seen an extreme acceleration of frenetic chaos delude itself into a post-truth era, which is the new label for our present culture. As my brother in Christ, David Kinneman, says from Barnett Group, our surrounding culture has become a digital Babylon. He went on to say, when Daniel and Ezekiel and the other Hebrew elites were taken forcibly from Babylon, their view of the world was utterly changed. In order to remain faithful to their calling as a people of God, They had to adjust to a new reality. Well, my dear listener, this is exactly what our ministry mission is for 2018 with Generational Ethics. We must equip the generations with the mind of Christ, a worldview that is birthed through the indwelling mind of Jesus. I'm calling this particular broadcast The Lost Generation. Why? Because there's a pluralistic society that is being formed before us this very day. Every day that goes by, there are brand new statistics unfolding in regard to the confusion and the evidence that is being proclaimed of the lost souls that are in Generation Z. This, I can assure you, is going to become one of the greatest enemies of the true church today. The basic definition of pluralism is this, relating to or advocating a system in which two or more states, groups, principles, religions, sources of authority, etc., etc., coexist by one way of unity of mind. If you haven't noticed in our culture today, 
Almost every commercial, television show, and advertisement is pushing more and more toward a unity of mind, a pluralistic view of everything. And what this has basically created is, it has created a culture where the people of this particular generation are no longer claiming that there is one way to God, but rather they're claiming any pathway will do because all pathways are leading to a single God. Now, there is some truth in their conclusion. If you could just imagine in your mind two mountains, and at the top of each mountain there is a God. The mountain on the left has got many, many pathways on it, and each of those pathways are labeled a particular belief. Whether it is in humanistic ethics, or whether it is in a religious group, each pathway is representing a certain core group of beliefs. On the mountain on the right, there is only one pathway. It's a very narrow pathway. And it goes to the top of the mountain, and there is a God at the top of that mountain, And his name is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's the true God of the universe and beyond. So there is some truth in what they're saying. But the problem is, is that even in the true biblical ethical standards that we have and have received from the Holy Word of God, are no longer the primary beliefs that all people must go to God through Christ Jesus. The enemy has pushed his model of madness in all religions and all belief systems so that all of those paths will come to a God, which he's correct. But it's a God with a little g, and he is a replica Now, when we look at our culture today, or our generations today, we can see that there's a primary push for pluralism, multiple pathways, that lead somewhere. They're just not asking the question, where are these pathways leading us? Gen Z has made it clear that their primary conviction is the various religious, racial, and political groups should be allowed to thrive in a single society. Well, this is formed through the acceptance of individual gods or leaders as relevant and real to their peers. Since Gen Z is focused on getting acceptance from their peers... This becomes our gateway to bringing a very destructive, chaotic form of belief and belief system to lead an entire generation away from that single pathway. The motive is birth through placing relationships over that of absolute truth. 
And where do we find this absolute set of ethics? Where is this truth to be found? If you're thinking the holy word of God, you're only partially correct. Truth is a person. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So absolute truth is found in a person. The enemy is cleverly moved the majority of the population on the earth today towards a passion of pulling away from absolute truth to relative truth. Meaning in the generation today, which we're calling the Zers, they choose friendship over the church's traditional beliefs and all of the doctrines that come with the true church. Relating or are characterized by the belief that there is only one God is no longer the primary belief that they are taught, nor it is the primary belief that is at the basis of their spiritual beliefs, if they have any. This deluded ideology has become the greatest threat to the foundational doctrines of the Old and New Testament. There we find our great weakness. So we really do have to ask that question, where'd this stinky thinking come from? Well, the short answer is their parents. The expanded answer is a bit more complicated. And the best way to explain this is through unpacking the identity markers of influence that are in generational ethics. One of the main and primary identity markers for this present generation is technology. Through the past two decades, the Internet has become the home base, basically, for this pluralism, which I personally call frenetic pluralism because... If you remember from our last week's broadcast, I explained to you what frenetic pluralism is. Frenetic is something that is of high energy and it's moving very quickly. In fact, it's moving so quick, it's difficult for us to actually have the ability to gather statistics on the movement. And that is what is happening with the Beliefs today of pluralism. So pluralism is formed through the logic and reasoning of individualized self-thinking, which is basically a mind left to itself. Now you've got to keep in mind that the original sin was committed by Lucifer, who is now called Satan, while he was in heaven. He deviated from the mind of God to that of a self-thinking God. This is where we get the term which is most commonly used in our generation today, and that is opinion. Even from the Latin, if you separate out opinion, you have O-pinion. Pinion means wings particularly wings of an angel. If you put an O in front of that in the Hebrew, 
it basically says this. Revealing a puffed-up chest means proud. Due to this horrid era, he was removed from the mind of God like a bolt of lightning. And this is where we get the scripture where God says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways. Which we can easily paraphrase out as, For my mind is not your mind. And my pathway is not your pathways. We have to keep it as simple as we can in regard to these two mountains. Because both mountains truly do exist in the spiritual world. Well, since this was Satan's first sin, he now places his entire deception in and around self-thinking. The internet, I personally believe, became the perfect home base for this frenetic, pluralistic mountain that has all these pathways on it. Also keep in mind that pluralism sets the stage for all religions to be brought unto Satan versus the one God those one God directives that are given to us in the absolute word of God, the Holy Bible. So it doesn't surprise me one bit that there is a movement within the church today of removing the absolute word of God and placing it more in the category of a history book. But it's not actually the word or words of God. Corsini's person who truly understands the Word of God and understands God a little bit knows that the absolute Word of God is a person. And this absolute Word was given to us in written form to verify and bear witness with the truth, Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Identity Matters Podcast. We appreciate having you join us today. Feel free to log on to our website at www.iomamerica.org. We have lots of resources available for you on the believer's identity in Christ. Again, thank you for joining us.